Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Brodnick. And I'm Chelsea McLaughlin. And there's three of us on the pod today. (laughs) You, me, and the massive pimple that's on my face. (laughs) And because I'm a bit of a drama queen, we are recording this podcast in the dark. Lights off. The pimple can't be seen. Can you still see it? I hate to break it to you. (laughs) But your laptop glow. It's illuminating it. Oh, no. All right. Well, let's shut the laptops and we'll just go on top of our heads. I love having an extra little friend. I know. We should name it. I think it's going to be here for the week, unfortunately. (laughs) I quite like us being in this little dark bat cave. I feel like we're underground or something. It feels like we're cooler than we are. (laughs) This is a a secret podcast. Yeah. That Taylor Swift would have to shut down if she knew. Actually, speaking of Taylor Swift, sorry, putting the pimple drama aside, because another big news story has broken today, aside from this thing on my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know a lot about football now. I've learned a lot in the last oh, geez. three this hours. Is like me around the Super Bowl. I'm like, what sport is that again? American football. Yes. Don't know what that means. Touchdowns, et cetera, et, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, so Taylor Swift, for the last, I want to say about six weeks, there's sort of been speculation going on that she is maybe... Seeing a footballer called Travis Kelsey, all you need to know about him is that he's good at football and he's very tall. Very okay, good well, looking. the tall thing will really just do a lot for a man, won't it? Forgive a lot of sins. But here's the thing. I saw this story going around of this tall man saying <laughs> that he had invited Taylor Swift, yeah. but like through the public and he sounded like the biggest douchebag ever. I play here and so I've seen her rock the stage and I invited her to come and rock the stage. I was like, dude, Taylor Swift doesn't know you exist. She is not aware of your presence. And if she did, she would not be coming to see you rock the stage at a football game, sir. Please move along. Like, stop trying to grasp onto her fame to get your own name out there, is what I thought. But then today, there's pictures of her at the game. (laughs) Yeah, look, the one thing you need to know about Taylor is that she loves the cheese. Like, she loves a romantic declaration. And I feel like people forgot that because she was in the secret relationship for so many years. But she loves a big declaration. And as you said, sort of publicly, he went to the Eras Tour that was at the same stadium and was like, I made friendship bracelets with my number on it and I wanted to (laughs) give it to her, but I didn't get the chance. And he sang all this stuff in public and it clearly worked. And there she was, literally cheering, getting into it, hanging with his mum at the game. Look, I love it. I love it for her. An athlete era. Yes, and thank God for Taylor Swift, one of the few celebrities giving us some fun yeah. headlines with her dancing at the VMAs and now this, I'm here for it because the other fun headline we have to discuss today is not so fun and that is a new big legal battle around Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas that has bubbled up over the weekend. We're going to get into that because the headlines haven't told the exact story when you look what's in the court documents and we also have this theory that because a lot of different celebrities are taking sides, it's blowing this whole PR celebrity secret world wide open. So let's get into it. (laughs) 
Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. So the last time we touched on this whole Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas divorce saga was a much lighter conversation because the photos of her and Taylor Swift, that was a beautiful day, came out and it was very much around PR strategy and women coming together and, I mean, this was just a me point. Did they just (laughs) do it because of the high? And then the next day things took a much uglier turn, which is really awful for like a young woman in the spotlight, particularly when there are kids involved. So the legal documents, which were obtained by a number of different outlets, page six people, they've all been made public. And in the documents, it says, based on the father's express statements that he will not return the children to England and will not return the children's passports to the mother. On September 20, 2023, the mother has submitted her Hague Convention application for return to the Central Authority for England and Wales, seeking the return of the children to England. The father has prevented the children's return to England, which is a breach of the mother's rights of custody under English law. So that was a main part of the legal statement that came out. And then we saw a lot of different things in terms of the exact date that they're saying they broke up, which is very different to the headlines. But you had a good point about the fact that abduction's been used here and it's not exactly like those headlines have really missed the important part of the story. Yeah. So after that all came out, Joe's camp released a statement. So through his rips, he said that this is an unfortunate legal disagreement about a marriage that is sadly ending When language like abduction is used, it is misleading at best and a serious abuse of the legal system at worst. The children were not abducted. Now, that is an interesting path for his statement to take because the word abduction is actually only used in Sophie's legal filing in reference to the Hague Convention on the Civil Aspects of International Child Abduction, which Turner's claim falls under. So she's not actually saying the children have been abducted. That is just the wording of the legalities and the law that she's filing under. That's such a good point because that was something that a lot of the headlines and people who are very invested in this and taking sides were picking up, that she had lied about the children being abducted, which if you're just looking at that particular statement in headlines and then you're looking at the photos of her that have come out, Mm. it did look to be a lie because... They've gone on record saying that like both Joe and Sophie said that they have had a sit down in the last couple of days. Their legal documents have very different sides. Joe says he left the meeting thinking that they had come to like an amicable decision. And he said the kids have been with Sophie since that meeting. She says that that wasn't the case and they haven't resolved anything. But there's so many paparazzi pictures of her at the moment going around New York with the kids. And you know what's really shitty after them keeping their kids' faces out of the spotlight for so long all these paparazzi photos. Like I've seen those kids' Mm. faces so many times over the last few days. I'm not seeking them out. I'll literally just be scrolling through my like TikTok for you feed. And there's all these paparazzi photos of her and her kids in the streets. And the reason those photos are selling so well is that they're trying to make it look like she's the liar. Like she said her kids are abducted, but she's lying because she's holding them in the streets. Mm. But if you look at the wording, like you're saying of like the legal sense behind this, that's not really the case. It really comes down to the fact that she says they had planned that the children were always going to go back in late September with her to England after she'd finished filming, correct? And then he's obviously on tours. He's had the kids while she was in England. 
And because the North American schooling starts around now, I think it was always like she was going to go to New York, grab the kids, take them back, they'd start school and just sort of go about their normal life. And that's really where this issue comes from, where she now can't take the kids back to the UK for them to do what they had pre-planned to do. Yeah, exactly. That's what's in these legal documents. And, like, I understand this is how celebrity culture works, but it is quite disturbing we know this many intimate details Mm. about this couple. But, like I said, they're all in the public record now. And what Joe Jonas and his legal team are saying is that the kids are American citizens. They shouldn't be allowed to be taken to the UK and that they have lives in America and they've lived their whole entire lives in America Keep in mind, one of them's one-year-olds. I'm like, dude, she doesn't know where she is. You could take it into any country. Whereas Sophie's legal documents claim, and this is interesting when you look at how the divorce story is being told in their legal documents, she claims that they made a decision long ago to sell their Miami home, which they have recently. Mm-hmm. They had planned to set up home in the UK and they'd been looking everywhere for like their forever home, which they apparently found and were in the process of buying when he filed for divorce. And you know how when it first came out, they were probably breaking up and all these sources were telling stories. And the big rumour from an unnamed source, but like a lot of legitimate publications were quoting this person. So it was thought that it was someone in Joe's team who just hadn't put their name to it, that he had seen Sophie do something on a ring light. Remember that? Yeah. That had ruined their marriage and he couldn't come back from that. And in the court documents, it says that they had a fight. I think it was Sophie's court documents. They had a fight on the 15th, which is his birthday, and she posted that photo Mm. of him in matching pyjamas. And you know what's very odd? He had a big birthday party, and he posted all of these pictures from it on Instagram. And I remember at the time, and this was only a couple of weeks ago, really, thinking, oh, Sophie's not in those pictures. Oh, right. And she just wasn't there. And now all these puzzle pieces are all falling into place. Oh, okay. That's what they've listed as the date where they had a big fight. Because I think with the divorce, you have to prove what's happened and have a bit of a timeline. And so they've both agreed that is the date their marriage ended, even though there are like some pictures and stuff of them after that. So what we're seeing in the headlines is a very different story to what's in these legal papers, which is kind of interesting because they're on the public record. Yeah, like I read through the entire... Did you really? Yeah, I had to do it for work and I read it and I was like, it's really detailed. And the fact that Sophie was going into detail about this was when we moved and this was what our long-term plans were and at Christmas we were going to spend the time in the UK and they'd, you know, they clearly planned ahead and it does seem like this was something that happened rather swiftly, I think. Yeah, and I think because there are kids involved, they've had to go into much more detail that they know is going to be made public, but I guess they have to go into more detail to submit their case a little bit more. Like Joe said in a public statement that after multiple conversations with Sophie, he initiated the divorce proceedings in Florida as Florida was the appropriate jurisdiction for the case, whereas her team's arguing that he wants the case moved there. But he said that Sophie was very aware that he was filing for divorce and makes it seem like a very joint decision. Whereas in Sophie's like official legal papers, her lawyer says the mother found out through the media that the father had filed for divorce, which is a pretty bad claim. And if she can prove that, paints Mm -hmm. Joe in a really bad light, which will then have a flow and effect in their custody arrangements. Yeah. And like the way that this all came out through the media was quite messy as well. There was the speculation and then suddenly he was wearing his ring on stage. Remember that? And it was like, what's going on here? Is Sophie at the show? And there was just so much mess. And if she's sort of watching that play out in the same way that we were watching that play out. That is a very confusing and disturbing situation. And because this is all playing out so publicly and we are across all of these really nitty gritty details, you are getting celebrities on various sides that are planting their flag in either of these Sophie camps or Joe camps. So let's get into that next and talk through the entire PR debacle of this whole situation. 
So another really interesting part of the statement that Joe's rep released after this lawsuit was filed stated that he did not support any of the negative stories about Turner from sources. And like, as we've spoken about on this podcast, there have been many. There was the ring light stuff. There was the he's been looking after the kids for months and she's a party girl and all of these sorts of things. And the statement said Joe has already disavowed any and all statements purportedly made on his behalf that were disparaging of Sophie. They were made without his approval and are not consistent with his views. We'll get into it soon. I don't think that's quite true because there's well, yeah. already been more. I'm not defending this man. I don't believe he had nothing to do with mm. it, but no one who's his team have officially said anything bad about Sophie. Like, that's just a fact. It's just us reading between the lines and putting all the evidence together, and there's quite a bit of evidence that goes against what he's saying. Exactly. And the way in which the public have reacted to all of that news has been really negative and in a way that I don't think his people, like, I mean, surely they would not have expected the backlash that they had Oh, received. no, I'm sure that they thought on their hand that he was putting all of his cards yeah. in the right places very early in terms of making himself look like the doting dad, not being able to have that stuff traced back to him. And all these photos were released of Sophie in the UK and, like, not released by him unless mm. he called the pub owner up and, like, gave her money to release them, which, look, we'll never know what actually happened. But he was just aware of how the optics would look if he put things in strategic places, I think, thinking there might be a bit of backlash for him. But the thing is, history was on Joe Jonas's mm. side because normally we would tear down the mother a lot quickly and hold her to a different standard and be very quick to believe bad things. So he was just using history. Exactly, but it hasn't worked out that way. So over the weekend, Jessica Chastain, who is Sophie Turner's X-Men co-star, She had a tweet from writer Roxane Gay that said, The way Joe Jonas miscalculated his popularity with his transparent attempts at PR manipulation, particularly when the North remembers, which is a Game of Thrones reference, is fascinating. And holding the children's passport to keep them from their mother? Bruh. So Jessica Chastain, obviously, she shared that tweet in support of Sophie and the media really picked up on that. Which she would have known because she's very savvy in this case. She's one of those people who is very aware of what's being said about her. She's really quick with statements. She's very active on social media in a way that makes you think that she's directly liking and posting her own statements. And so I feel like she deliberately made that move on Twitter so that, or X as we're now calling it, (laughs) so that the world would be very aware that she wasn't just taking a side. Because it's not a surprise that she was at Sophie's and Joe's wedding. She's very close to Sophie, more so that she was going to be very actively supporting her. Completely. And she's out and about all weekend doing events and stuff. So, you know, she probably knew there was a chance that she might get asked about this if she comes across media. She's really planting that flag. Yeah. Other celebrities that have shown their support for Sophie, obviously you have the Taylor Swift dinners, multiple <laughs> Taylor Swift dinners at this point. You had her Game of Thrones co-star, so Amelia Clark, Maisie Williams, Natalie Emanuel, who all liked Sophie's statement, obviously not Joe's statement. Yes. Joe, on the other hand, not many people are coming out in support. Obviously, his brothers, he was out for dinner with Nick Jonas, like literally a couple of blocks away from where Taylor and Sophie were having their dinner. So that would have been an awkward run-in. But it is really interesting, particularly with Jessica Chastain's The Way in Which they're almost letting us peek behind the curtain a little bit about how they see and how they talk about celebrity PR because we always talk about celebrity PR, but it is something that they like to keep behind the veil, obviously. Yes. And to see them react to something that is blatantly PR and that hasn't worked out is really fascinating. I mean, obviously, celebrities do talk about the fact that stories get planted. They always like to just blame the media, though, as a single entity because they believe the media is very removed from them. And it's almost like this dark, 
dastardly creature that they can blame without getting into the nitty gritty of how their own celebrity circles and their own teams work. Because if we think the royal family is bad for like planting stories and selling stories to the media, it's well known that a lot of different celebrity PRs and management teams and publicists do the same thing to a certain extent, especially if you have two big names like this, like Sophie and Joe, and knowing how much they would work out how much their story is going to be covered in the Mm. media. But yeah, it is telling, I think, that Joe hasn't really been able to muster much of a team because on Sophie's team, you don't only have like Jessica Chastain, Taylor Swift, all of her Game of Thrones cast, even people like commentators like Kathy Griffin and stuff are like making these big video declarations about her and how terrible he is. And then Joe Jonas kind of just has his brother. Even the other like J sisters, that what they Mm. used to call them, Priyanka and... Danielle. (laughs) I was like going to say, I don't know. It's not my fault. She's not famous. That's her choice. Danielle Jonas. Yes, because they were very much a big marketing part of making the Jonas Brothers cool again. No offence to your people. No, so true. And so they were this big united front. And I see people attacking Priyanka, especially in the comments for not coming out in defence of Sophie. And I was like, look, guys, she's not the problem. And she can't. She can't. But I think what you're saying is right. It's almost like this celebrity PR cycle is starting to eat itself now because now the celebrities are pointing it out and they're mishandling it and they're trying to point out this secret society that they have and it's making it so blatant that now it's like we're predicting what moves are going to happen before they can even say it. Exactly. And I mean, like Joe's statement said, he doesn't condone any of these stories that these sources are saying and that they're not coming from him. But yet over the weekend, you had more sources saying things. So there was just a recent Daily Mail report that said that Joe was frustrated by this messiness and that he was unhappy with the kids being dragged into it after his own outing with the children, mind you. And that also there was this hilarious quote about Sophie and Taylor's outings where the source said, Sophie and Taylor are not close. Joe took Sophie to a show of Taylor's and it wasn't even comped. (laughs) (laughs) Who's doing his PR at this stage of the game? Get rid of them. It's really bad. That's terrible. And the thing is, even if a few of these things, like I'm sure a few of these stories aren't true, Mm. but because he definitely miscalculated his fame and he miscalculated his plans so badly that now even the fake sources... You can't tell because they feel like they blend into his plan. So he's saying he actually bought Taylor Swift tickets and so he's the real victim here. Yeah, what a shame. Oh, poor guy. Well, we do have a complete timeline of all the court papers and allegations and everything that's happened with Sophie and Joe that's on the public record live on Mamma Mia now. I'm going to link it in the show notes because I just think there's a lot of rumours and speculation. So if you want to read what's actually on the public record, we will link that for you. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. I wonder if it had a little extra pizzazz since we are in the dark. We're still in the dark. <laughs> Update. Maybe we do every show in the dark. I feel so mysterious. Mm, let us know if it sounded particularly it sounded good. sexier. <laughs> This episode of The Spill was produced by Gia Moylan with audio production by Scott Stronach. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au and on The Spill Instagram. See ya. Bye.